Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. Doesn't matter what people believe. Doesn't matter what people accept as truth. What if a people or a person believes in astrology and the stars and they trust that their birth date shapes their lives, impacts the decisions they make and determines their fate? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if people believe in Bigfoot or the Yeti. Can I ask you, why does this photo look like a man in a big furry suit? Because it is a man dressed in a big furry suit, but does it matter if people believe in astrology or believe in Bigfoot or the Yeti? Not really. Not unless, of course, it impacts the lives of others. However, when we think about an individual religious beliefs and ask, does it matter what a person believes? The answer is yes, particularly if a person believes that in blowing himself up and others with him, he will be immediately swept off to paradise with 70 celestial virgins at his beck and call, then yes, it does matter. Let's turn our attention to Christianity. Surely everything is kosher in Christianity. Everything taught from the pulpit to the Sunday school is true and right and consistent with the Bible. I wish it was, but it's not. Let me just give you one example. Denominations and churches depict Jesus as loving, merciful and gracious, and they are correct. But these same denominations and churches also teach that Jesus experienced his greatest joy in watching the lost in the fires of hell, suffering excruciating agony for eternity. There is a dichotomy here. There is a contradiction which cannot be effaced. How can Jesus, who is merciful and loving, possibly find any joy in torturing men and women, boys and girls, in fire endlessly? Now, if you're a Roman Catholic, if you're a Methodist, a Presbyterian, a Baptist, an Anglican, a Pentecostal, a Congregationalist, Assembly of God, a Salvation Army, then your church believes and teaches this disgusting doctrine. And it is one of your articles of faith. But this teaching is not found in the Bible. In fact, it comes from Greek paganism and it made its way into the Christian church during the third century, driven by a North African theologian named Tertullian. But because people do not question or do not study the Bible themselves and willingly accept what their priests, reverends, ministers and pastors force feed them, they just go along, not realizing what an insult this is to God the Father, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Spirit, oblivious to the reality that such a teaching destroys the credibility of Christianity and makes churchgoers appear fatuous. Nevertheless, this teaching of eternal torment and torture is taught with great gusto today. Let me give you just some examples from, well, from the signage of some of your more popular churches like this one. You may party in hell, but you will be the barbecue. Or this one. 
This heat wave is temporary. Be certain you won't face an eternal one in belonging to any church that espouses this disgusting teaching. You are, in fact, supporting this unbiblical teaching, this false teaching, the corollary being, or the corollary being, you believe that God is capricious, malevolent, and vindictive. Pastor Charles Lawson from the Temple Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee, is a big advocate of this pagan teaching, as you will hear right now. Hell is not full. Hell is full of multi-millionaires and multi-billionaires. There are old men in this world in their 80s and their 90s that are so rich they could buy and sell Knoxville, Tennessee. My friend, they're going to die and go to hell. Yes, they will. They'll die and they'll go to hell. There are politicians running this world right now that one day they'll step down from the kings and the queens and the presidents and the parliamentarians and they'll go to hell one day. Hell is full of kings. Hell is full of queens. Some of the biggest and greatest that's ever lived among men are in hell right now. Hell knows no identity. It is no respecter of persons. The young and the old go to hell. The rich and the poor go to hell. The black and the white and the red and the yellow go to hell. Hell knows no distinctions. Baptists go to hell. Methodists go to hell. Presbyterians go to hell. Catholics go to hell. Episcopalians go to hell. Russians go to hell. Jews go to hell. Americans go to hell. Englishmen go to hell. Portuguese go to hell. Africans go to hell. Pastor Charles Lawson is preaching nonsense, terrifying people with threats that have absolutely no biblical foundation, that God is to be feared, that God is a tyrant who delights in people's misery, happily condemning people to a punishment that outstrips 10,000 lifetimes of sin. What lies, what despicable lies the man needs to bury his head in shame for falsifying the character of God and his parishioners should be disgusted disgusted in themselves for being so negligent in their understanding of the basic fundamental truths of the Bible. This terrible, terrible non-biblical teaching has turned thinking people away and out of Christianity for centuries. Let me just give you one of many examples I could offer. One of the most famous agnostics to have ever lived was a brilliant man by the name of Robert Green Ingersoll, who lived in the 1800s. He was an American lawyer, political leader, and a highly sought-after public speaker, and was nicknamed the Great Agnostic. But Robert Ingersoll grew up in a Christian household. However, there was a teaching that he could not reconcile with the loving God that he heard thundered from the pulpit Sunday after Sunday over and over again, that being hellfire and eternal torment of the lost. In 1881, in the North American Review, he wrote these words. A being of infinite wisdom has no right to create a person destined to everlasting pain. Only from the lowest and the most debased could come this most cruel, heartless and absurd of all dogmas. And of course, Robert Ingersoll was right. It is absurd, unjust and cruel because that teaching is from paganism. It's not in the Bible at all. However, at the time of his brother's death, Robert Ingersoll wrote these very poignant words. 
whether in mid-sea or among the breakers of the farther shore, a wreck must mark at last the end of each and all. And every life, no matter if its every hour is rich with love and every moment jeweled with joy, will at its close become a tragedy as sad and as deep and as dark as can be woven of the warp and woof of mystery and death. Life is a narrow veil between the cold and barren peaks of two eternities. Have you ever heard anything or read anything sadder? Life to Robert Ingersoll was only a cold and barren tragedy. And whatever else, atheism, scepticism or agnosticism is, it is not and it can never be the truth. It does not even profess to be the truth. Its only purpose is to extinguish the candle of hope in others without lighting another in its place. But Robert Ingersoll, pictured here with his children, whom he adored, was happily married to one woman his entire adult life. But he rejected Christianity because of the teachings of hellfire and eternal torment. Ingersoll was unable to rationalise how a good a God could be so cruel. His response to it was reject Christianity altogether and wipe his hands of it. And that is why it is so important that you understand what the Bible says and not to be dependent upon on priests and reverends and ministers and pastors who are either ignorant of what the Bible truly teaches or who dare not think for themselves, who dare not teach from principle, who dare not present a Bible truth that may be contrary to their denominational creeds, but who besmirch their own integrity upon the altar of avarice lest they lose their only means of financial support. Today, I'm going to make two suggestions. Go to YouTube, type in my name, Rod Anderson, and the title Hellfire and Eternal Punishment in the Bible. And you will see a presentation of mine that will further the explanation of what the Bible actually teaches on this very important subject. And second, I want you to have a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies, which will see you come to grips with the most important biblical truths in a very short time. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at the Orchard Melbourne. That's info at the Orchard Melbourne.org.au. That is info at the Orchard Melbourne.org.au. Or go to our website, the Orchard Melbourne.org.au. Then go to the tab mark, contact us, follow the prompts, and we will mail them out to you. Well, our time has run out for now, but I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. We have some special music by Matt Minicus called Missing You.
sky And I wish you didn't have to be so high Cause I'm belonging on the other side And I'm missing Somewhere behind those stars Is someone who belongs to me And I know in my deepest heart There's a place for you Until I find the place you made for me Still I'm missing you promise to return And I wake up hanging on your every word But for now my feet are planted here on earth And I'm missing you And even though they say that I'm a fool I know you see me waiting here for you Somehow you'll get here soon Cause I'm missing you Cause somewhere behind those stars Is someone who belongs to me And I know in my deepest heart There's a place for you Until I find the place you made for me Still I'm missing you How much longer will it be Till I get to see you Though I know you're right here with me But tell me when can I be Cause somewhere behind those stars is someone who belongs to me. And I know in my deepest heart there's a place for you until I find the place you made for me. Still I'm missing.